everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Lost Colors. It's time for us to talk about probably one of the most fun subjects in the world, and that is on-campus interviews, OCIs, because uh, everyone loves a good job search. Uh, I don't know whether or not I should have gone sarcastic there or not. I, I actually don't mind on-campus interviews. Ultimately, there's just a few things that we need to know about on-campus interviews, OCIs, and to be best prepared for them and to actually have a well performance to actually get that job that you are looking for. So that's going to be what we're talking about today. What are some of the things that you can do to, uh, so to speak, land yourself that job so that you can be successful during your summers? The reason why I'm talking about this now is because OCIs are going on right now. Uh, We have passed deadlines already when this podcast is going to be released. I believe that's Thursday. I'm recording this on Tuesday? Monday? What's today? It's Monday. Um, And there were some deadlines. The first OCA deadlines were yesterday, uh, at least for my law school, on July 23rd. And so ultimately, we're already behind schedule, so to speak, if you want to apply to some firms. And so it's a good idea to just get onto uh, whichever program your school uses. Ours uses Simplicity. I'm pretty sure most schools end up using Simplicity. But that leads us to several points that we want to talk about. What we're going to focus on here is knowing the dates when your applications are due. I briefly just mentioned that. Do your research, uh, preparing a cover letter and a resume, revising your writing sample, uh, making sure once it comes to the interview that you dress to impress. Uh, be professional during the interview, but you also want to make sure that you're yourself. You want to do both, and then after the interview, make sure that you write a thank you letter. So let's go ahead and talk about each of these categories, these subjects. Let's just start with knowing the dates. Well, as I opened up, OCIs are upon us, and you have to know when to apply. If you miss the application date, I mean, you're, you're going to be out of luck. You're not going to have a second opportunity to go to that firm that you wanted to go to. I mean, I guess technically you could apply on their website, but it won't happen via OCI style. And so you have to know when the applications are due. You have to know when uh, the the approved applications that we you can get on and get right to the time that you wanted to. In other words, just know the dates, know everything that you need to know about getting started. And that leads us to the second thing of doing your research. Well, once you know which dates things are going to be, I would start there. Uh, which dates are most recent? Which ones have applications that are due tomorrow or next week? And, and focus on those ones first. Look at those firms and go to their website. And on their website, you're going to see several things. One, you're going to see practice areas. What does this firm specialize in? Second thing you're going to find on the website, attorneys. How many attorneys do they have? What attorneys uh, focus on which practice areas, especially your interviewers? What practice areas do they focus on? And then also you're going to want to know what the clerks and summer associates focus on because that's ultimately what you're going to be doing. If it's all around, well, then that's easy. But you may have to do a little bit of deeper digging just to find out what you may be doing at this firm. And so it's a matter of making sure you have all the information necessary based off of their website. That That's a basic, basic place to go to is going to be their website. 
hence down. You're going to see what other clerks liked, what they didn't like. You're going to see what they study, what they learn. And then ultimately, you can also find press clippings and figure out how big the firms are and just a whole bunch of different things that you can know before the interview. So you know which firms you want to apply to. Ultimately, there are a few things that most every firm likes to see. Uh, they like to see your resume. They like to see a cover letter. They often like to see a writing sample and your transcripts to see how well you performed in school. So let's talk about the cover letter and resume right now. After uh, you've conducted your research, the next thing that you're going to be doing is applying your research. Let's talk about the cover letter. The cover letter is going to be short, no longer than a page, and it's an opening document that is designed to introduce yourself to your potential employers. And it's also an opportunity to say why you're interested in that firm. In other words, you can think of the per uh, the cover letter as if it's a personal statement. Uh, the personal statements that you wrote to get into law school, it's just a very short version of your personal statement. Uh, the cover letter is going to be addressed to the interview, uh, the person conducting the interview. And if you don't know who is going to be conducting the interview, you should give the firm a call just so that you can get a good idea. That's going to show a little bit of, what's the word, desire, so to speak, uh, to actually want to participate in that form, uh, firm. So my cover letters that I write have four short paragraphs. So let's actually just start at the top before I get to those paragraphs. I start with the heading. Uh, the heading has, I believe, my name. Let me let me actually pull up my cover letter. Yep. So I have a heading. Uh, the first couple lines I still keep the one inch by one inch margins, but the first line is going to be my name, full name. Uh, I exclude my middle name, and then right underneath that is going to be your contact information. Uh, I've got my address, phone number, and email. Then underneath that is going to be the date, and then after that is going to be uh, who it's addressed to, uh, the interviewer. And then after that, dear Mr. or Mrs. so-and-so. And then the first paragraph is that you're going to be stating a bit of background information about you, uh, what year you are in law school, what position you're applying for, and any attachments that you may have for that uh, in this application, including your resume, writing sample, or transcript. Your second paragraph is going to describe your interest in the firm. Uh, prop the firm up, make them feel good, because you're obviously interested in applying to this firm. You want the firm to feel good. So this should include some of the information that you found out as you were conducting your research. What practice areas do they specialize in? Which practice areas are you especially interested in? Especially the clerkships. What are the clerks going to be focusing on? And then you can go ahead and find some of their successes, maybe from those newspaper releases, and just give them a bit of a plug, so to speak. And that leads into the third paragraph, which is you're talking more about you. 
Now that you know what their practice area is, how can you add value to those practice areas? If they specialize in personal injury, and did you do an internship during your undergraduate that involved a personal injury? Do you focus on property law? Uh, you like real estate. You're interested in going into IP, and you want to use those things to benefit the firm. Uh, the fourth paragraph, it's going to be really brief again. Uh, the meat of your uh, cover letter is going to be in the second and third paragraphs. But the fourth paragraph is ultimately just expressing your excitement to work and to visit with the uh, interviewer, and you're going to thank them for their consideration. And that's after that, you go ahead and conclude and provide an actual signature as well. You can just go ahead and create a dig digital signature. And then a closing word that I would put is enclosure since you'll also be including your writing sample, transcript, and resume. So now let's go ahead and talk about the writing sample. A writing sample is going to be one of those things where you worked on a lot during the school year. You spent a ton of time on it, but it's not perfect. Uh, no work product is ever going to be completely 100% perfect, but you can get it pretty, pretty close. And so how are you going to get your writing sample to be that piece of paper that they want to see? Well, take it to the, your writing professor. They read it. They know what you did well on. They know what you did poor on. And so as a matter of fact, they're just going to know how to improve your work product. And so you take it to them, ask them, what can I do to be better? And they're going to give you suggestions. And you're just going to apply these suggestions. It doesn't take a whole lot of work to do and to revise a writing sample, unless if, I mean, obviously, it might take some extra work if if it wasn't the best to start out with, but hopefully that wasn't the case for uh, most of any of you at all. I'm not sure how true this next statement is going to be, uh, but I would stick with the memos uh, for your writing sample. Most of what you're going to do during your uh, most of what you're going to be doing during your clerkship or so summer associate position is writing memos. Uh, you may have the opportunity to draft briefs. Uh, you should definitely know how to write briefs, but most of your work product at work are going to be memos. And so you, your writing sample should probably be a good, solid memo. Okay, so that's all your prep. You submitted your applications. The next step is going to be dressed to impress. I mean, I'm very straightforward. I'm not going to say much more about it. All I'm going to say is look good, feel good. If you look good, then you're going to feel good for your interview. If you feel good for your interview, you're going to be confident and give yourself the best opportunity to get that job. So during the interview, you're sitting there, you're answering questions, asking questions. Two big takeaways. First of all, you want to be professional. Second of all, you want to be yourself. Uh, being professional is very important because we are going into a professional profession. Uh, you want to be respectful of them. They are going to be your superiors. Uh, they are even though they may be close to your age, 
uh, some of you may even be older than them, they are going to be the people that you need to show the most respect to. But at the same time, you don't want to be so professional that you're a robot. Uh, you need to make sure that you still maintain your personality. Be comfortable, uh, but be respectful. And then after your interview, uh, you'll want to write a thank you letter to the people who interviewed you. If more than one person interviewed you, write a thank you to both those individuals. This should be submitted within 24 hours, and so that's kind of your deadline. If you have uh, your interviews, you want to make sure that it's sent to them before the next day. Uh, again, the thank yous can be short. Uh, I prefer a two-paragraph format, where the first is just discussing a particular part of the interview that you liked, uh, something that stood out to you and that you can attach yourself to in such a way where it, you were talking about a specific um, practice area and how you're excited to work in that practice area, uh, something like that. And then the second paragraph, again, is a brief statement thanking them for their time and the consideration that you're excited to talk with them some more. After this, uh, some firms have on-site uh, interviews after OCIs, and so be prepared to go through this whole procedure once again with more people. And that's on-campus interviews. Once again, everything is going to come down to just getting those applications in. You have a lot of time to get them in, um, but you're starting to run out of time for some very prominent firms if that's what you're looking at getting into. That's everything. I hope you have a good one. Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Law Schoolers. Before I let you go, there are four things I want to say. The first thing is if you enjoyed these episodes and if you enjoyed the website, I would invite you to go and join Law Schoolers Pro. And you can do that by going to lawschoolers.com slash join. It's a way for you to support us, but there's also a lot of features there that I think you will enjoy. Second thing is that nearly all of our episodes are unedited. The only ones that aren't are pre-law materials, and the reason for that is so you can actually see the legal material in its raw form as I'm learning it as well. The third thing is that the information contained in these episodes are specifically only for educational purposes. They're not to be used as legal advice, and with that, the fourth thing is if it is used as legal advice, we are not liable. That is, law schoolers is not liable for any legal outcomes. Thank you again for enjoying the show. Have a good one.